Okay. Samir Kaji, is that, am I pronouncing that correctly? You are. Yep, that's right. Great. Well, thank you for jumping on. I won't keep you too long because I know you are moving. How We'll catch up later another time. But how, yeah, yeah, how, sure. how are you feeling? Because I do want to ask that question on my behalf and other people who appreciate what you're doing. I mean, it's been a tough week, obviously, with uh, everything that's happened. I mean, three bank failures in a week and, you know, one that I used to work at for a long time was really tough. And my wife works at SVB. I think I mentioned it on Twitter. So it's been it's been really tough. I think that I mean, the biggest you know worry I have right now is like mass contagion to all these regional banks. And what does the banking world look like in the future if everything gets concentrated into like these big bulge bracket banks, which not not really great because you want you know, these regional banks that can actually service uh, startups and founders and all that much, much better. So I, I feel a little bit better right now than I did probably 24 hours ago. And I certainly feel better than I did on Friday. And, you know, this morning was a little bit iffy, right, with the, uh, you know, the, the cratering stock prices. But I feel like a little bit of stability is starting to come back. Yeah. And you you have a, a few viral tweets. Um on Friday, I think that's when the first one started because you've made this thread where you did mention you used to work at SVB, but you were just giving your take. And then so many people, experts, others have said, you're the take to, to listen to. What were you thinking that day on Friday, just a few days ago? Was it just to give clarity or did you think it was going to be seen by so many people? There's So... Uh, like what happened Wednesday, Thursday, uh, in my mind was just hysteria that was, you know, cannily yep. pretty, pretty irrational. And it actually, you know, created this hysteria event that I don't know if people understand the the downstream effects of doing it. So I was just reading so much misinformation, like people that purported to know how the banking system worked, um, you know, talking about things that just really didn't make any sense. And I just felt like there needed to be a little bit of calm, you know, sort of leadership in a, in a world where you, you went on Twitter and you saw people just oh, move everything out, caps everything. It's just, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was um, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Totally. Um, yeah. I don't know if you saw the, the tweet, but I said, um, like Thursday was similar to everybody trying to get out of the burning building and not be the last one. But there was no real burning building at the time. It was like the candle was on the ground and on the way out, somebody trips over it and actually sets the house on fire. That's that's what it felt like. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was really tough to watch to see all of a sudden this all these emails that I was getting from people move. And it was like, move out of SVB, move out of. Well, had it, that bank run not happened, SVB would still be around. Yeah, 100%. They were solvent. They they said they had enough money. They couldn't speak too much about it because they're in the middle of a transaction. Legally, you can't speak about it. Uh, right. Do you think that anybody um, did this on purpose? Do you think anybody added to the FUD, as they call it? Yeah, you know, I hope not. Like, I, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I don't know. I mean, there were, there were certain people that said things and you wonder, and there was a lot of shorts on SVB. And so, like, you know, were there people that benefited from SVB going down the way it did? I mean, yeah. it's, you know, I don't want to rule anything out. They may not have, may have benefited in a way, but not foreseen how bad it would get for so many people. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't, I don't think people really realize by having a big bank like SVB. I mean, SVB was the 16th biggest bank in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. And to see it go down in what, 36 hours? 
And a lot of it was, imagine if Twitter didn't uh, exist, would it have gone down that quickly? If it wasn't in the digital age where people could just, you know, hit on their mobile phone, like, hey, let's send a wire app. I don't think so, right? But then look what happened. SVB gets seized, Silvergate goes down first, right? Silvergate first, SVB, and then Signature Bank gets seized by the FDIC yesterday. And now, you know, the banking system is based on faith. And if you lose faith in the banking system and say, I will only bank with you if you're big or if I get full insurance, it kind of breaks the system because, you know, banks like the FRBs and the PacWest, they rely on those uninsured deposits to be able to make loans, right? Mm -hmm. It's their constant capital. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we're in this, you know, we're day five now. Like, I mean, it's, it's hard to believe it's only, I feel like it's been 50 days. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. slept like four hours total in the last, you know, three days. And that's another thing. I mean, again, you're being asked and all pulled in all different directions. You're also, you were traveling for work, at, you know, yesterday. Um, how many press uh, outlets have re reached out to you, would you say, if you had to guess? Every single one of them, yeah. every single press. I mean, I think I've gotten over a thousand messages over the last three days. Uh, yeah. People just wonder, like, what, yeah. what do I think about it? What's going on? Yeah. Have you been able to speak with a lot of them? And do you think, because press, I, I turned on, I'll just say I turned on Bloomberg and I, and, and Bloomberg Beta has invested in Backstage Capital. I turned yeah. on Bloomberg and I don't think they're the only ones though. I think if I turned on MSNBC or anybody else, they would have done the same. Today, I felt, today, Monday afternoon, I felt like there was a lot of panic being continued, like continued on that. And I thought, oh my goodness, there needs to be like a real clamp down on this. Cause what is, what is the concern? If, I mean, yeah, the, the concern that everybody is worried about is like, you know, the loss in the, in, in the, the faith in the banking system itself mm -hmm. is going to spread to all these regional banks. And then you basically have a two-tier banking system, which is all the big ones. And then all the small ones that don't cater to mid-sized businesses. Right. And if, you know, all these regional banks go out of business, like what happens to the economy? Right. I mean, regional banks are one of the biggest pieces of servicing small to medium businesses, right? Mm -hmm. And if they go away, who's going to, I mean, who's going to fill the loans? Who's going to service? I mean, this is, this would be really, really bad. And so, you know, I think what sparked it, like on Friday, you saw, you know, somebody's showing a screenshot of like people lining up yeah. an FRB Brentwood office. And it's like pulling out deposits and bank runs. And because it happened so quickly and people are so alarmist in nature, that it started to go get bigger and bigger and bigger. And remember, the premise of the initial few people that you know created the bank run was probably irrational. But the more people that do it, you know, prisoners dilemma, and it becomes rational. Yeah. And and people started saying, oh, well, I should move it out of this bank and move this bank. And, and you know, you've seen this, right? Like you you've been part of the uh, the Twitterverse. You've seen the emails. And I think everyone is worried. Like, hey, does this create this contagion that takes down the banking system? Mm -hmm. I've been doing my very best the past 72 hours to to push people back and and, and squash some of that. Yeah, it does become okay. You're the last person out at this point. Um, when it comes to this thing that also is happening happens every time it becomes political. What can you tell people who don't understand and you know who don't understand that this was not a bailout from the from the government yeah. or from the reserve of like these fat cats, all rich people, the people who did the, th the wrong thing, quote unquote, that this was like Main Street people in, a, in mostly a way. 
Yeah. So, I mean, like people politicize these type of things, right? Silicon Valley Bank, you know, the perception, you know, particularly with certain groups is that this is a tech elite, right? And you are, you're bailing out the bank. First of all, this was not a bailout. The, the SVB is not a solvent going concern bank at this moment right now. This was an insurance and a backstop of the depositors who, by the way, are small businesses. And if you know small businesses and you, you've obviously, you know, run a business, you know, there are people that are working at these companies that are living in places like the Bay Area or, or New York or wherever that are earning small salaries. And if these businesses can't meet payroll, guess what? You can miss your mortgage. You, you know, the company shuts down. Everything you've worked for goes away. And if that happens, you have a systematic or a systemic disaster, right? Yeah. So, the you know when the Fed came in and said, "Okay, we're going to insure Signature and SVB," they had to do it because they knew this wasn't. I mean, let's let's be uh, honest. Like the Fed, you know, the policymakers, they do not like tech, right? This was in spite of the fact mm-hmm. that they had to take the PR hit by saying, "Oh, it's Silicon Valley Bank," you know, and and we're going to take. Um, you know, the per- perception hit of, you know, uh, bailing out sort of like the Silicon Valley leads, but that's not really the case. We know that. Yeah. Uh, but we've been lumped up, lumped into the NFXs of the world. That's right. It's different. It's different, right? And I, t- I tweeted today and we have 200 portfolio co- companies in the backstage portfolio, you know, so I was speaking with them all weekend. Um, but I tweeted today, there's a difference between some random one person, two people, 10 people who make millions of dollars a year and should know better. And the people who have payroll, the employees are making zero to 150K of these companies, these startups. They're just like the people who are yelling and talking about a bailout being the wrong thing. Yeah. Saying, I, I hope they don't get bailed out. Yes, you do. Because if we don't get bailed out, this will come to your doorstep right. in some right. way or another. So, so think about all these companies that are not just in the Bay Area, but they're all over the U.S., right? They're in middle America. And these companies, by the way, just happen to be tech companies, right? So they happen to be tech companies. They're banking with SVP. They get their funds trapped. Well, if you get your funds trapped and you don't have access to those funds, you can't make payroll. If you can't make payroll, all these people can't you know, do things to actually live their life. And if you can't make payroll, those people leave and the company shuts down. And so what you're really doing is stifling not only innovation, but you're actually stifling the economy by putting a lot of people out of business and a lot of people on the unemployment line. You do not want that. No. And what do you think happens next? Like right now, it's a little after 3 p.m. Pacific on Monday, March 13th. Uh, Just according to I'm sure you're looking at things and thinking through things. Where do you think we are today? I've seen that. So a lot of people are posting that they're getting their SVB. They have access. Wires are going out now. Are we out of the woods with SVB? Is there a next step to SVB? Should we be worrying about FRB, First Republic? So SVB, I mean, is actually pretty safe because it's fully insured now, right? You're going to get your money, right? Uh, and you're going to get it now, right? So that, that is great. That's great. The, re- the regional banks. So FRB, for example, is an incredibly well-run, strong bank that just got a $10 billion capital infusion on top of $60 billion in undrawn F- an FHLB loan, right? Mm-hmm. Now, can they withstand if $100 billion goes out? Probably not, but I don't think any bank can. Nobody can, yeah. But that's why, you know, what I've done over the last few days is like, hey, you can't just lump all these banks together and say, you know, run to run to the hills and just put money either in a big four bank 
or move it off balance sheet because th that lacks any rationality to it, right? So I think think people are starting to you know move off the ledge a little bit as they're thinking through things. The next couple of days are going to be a little bit dicey, right? Um, we still don't know what happens with SVB. Um, they have not been acquired. Their UK, um, you know, the UK part of the business has yeah. by HSBC. Yeah. Um, I hope you know that SVB does get acquired and it remains a going concern because like they're a fundamental part of financing early stage companies. And you do not want to uh, take that out of the market, right? Like, you know, it, it, this is good for the innovation market for them to be there. Um, it's hard to know what's going to happen. I, I feel better than I did, though, as I mentioned earlier in this conversation, that people aren't being as panicked. But the thing that we have to be um, concerned about, how do you restore faith in this banking system that of uninsured deposits? So if I have $3 million, like, you know, up until last week, I was fine keeping it in a bank money market. Right, or keeping it in a checking account or you know part of it. Now it's like, are people just going to put 250K in and the rest off balance sheet? Well, as a bank, that's not a good thing because you need those deposits because you're, they're your cost of funds to be able to then invest in securities or more importantly, make those loans. So this is, you know, this is the thing that I get concerned about. Like what happens to the regional lending market if they don't have access to low cost capital? Yeah. Uh, the last tweet I saw of yours, uh, and you may have tweeted in the last two minutes before our call, was about addressing this Washington, uh, what, no, I'm sorry, Wall Street Journal, my bad, Wall Street yeah. Journal, op-ed, where the person, I can't even think of his name, um, that's how insignificant he is to me, but what he said was pretty prejudiced. Can you speak to what he said and your your opinion of it at first blush? His the implication was, and, and he said something around, SVB might have been distracted by their diversity efforts, and not to say that if it was 12 white men, this wouldn't have happened, but, but I mean, which is the most ridiculous thing. And by the way, you know, there are politicians that have said things around, oh, this is DE&I or, you know, ESG, and this is the problem. Like, I can't tell you how appalled I was to read that. I don't care. I, I, I get it. it was an op-ed, but it was posted on Wall Street Journal. Mm -hmm. And these type of like messages are complete crap. I, I mean, you know, as somebody that, you know, like I, my parents are immigrants, you know, to this country. I'm not, you know, I, I, even though I was raised in this country, I mean, like when I read that, that's complete bullshit. Yeah. Complete. It's just, it, and it's, it's ignorant. Signal. How many of the bank problems of 2008 and beyond were the the, the gray-haired white men that he's talking about? That's the part that's also just odd. Where I just he... I just don't understand. Um, like I, I'm not big on demonizing anybody, but to make some kind of case that because this bank focused on diversity, that that somehow in any way had it, you know, any problem in any sort of creation of this issue is, mm. I mean, come on, like, that's a joke. Mm. Can I ask you as we wrap up, because I know you're running, yeah. your wife, is she in limbo with her job? What's going on? Yeah, I think everyone at SVB right now yeah, is. 8,000 employees or 8,500 so. employees. I mean, all of them, you know, essentially were given these 45 day contracts. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, if somebody acquires them and you know, hopefully keeps them around, that's great. But you know, right now, there's no one knows anything. Incredible, incredible. Anything you want people to know right this moment 
again, I'm, I'm sure it leans towards be calm, collected, prudent. I think yeah, I think it's be calm, collected, show leadership in this. I mean, in crisis situation, I've seen so many people in our industry, unfortunately, show anything but, and in, and instead, you know, basically incite effectively a riot. Now, it, now it's too late, right? Um, you know, and we had to have the Fed come in yesterday to do something, but from this point on, we can still continue to show leadership, right? These banks that we're talking about, like I mentioned this, FRB, these are well-capitalized banks. Like they, it will only become a problem if you make it a problem. Don't start no mess, won't be no mess. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you so, so, so much. Yeah. I appreciate this. Thanks for helping me put this together. Um, we're going to post this immediately. All right. Great seeing you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.